Good morning, Hello, hello. Welcome to Vic Friends Blog Talk Radio. Technical difficulties are something that are unexpected, but I am happy today, live from Boston, to be able to interview Sparkle, who is from Denver, Colorado. And I don't want to, to delay this um, conversation. It's a heated day in Boston. It's going to be one of our hottest days. So I want to push right into this and be able to chat a little bit with Sparkle. Hello, Sparkle. Hi, Valerie. How are you? Good Good morning. I'm doing well. How is it out there in Denver? Uh, it's pretty nice. It's, it's a nice day today. <laughs> What's your temperature like? Uh, temperature right now here in the Springs is about 75 degrees right now. Oh, I want it. I want it. We have 96 and headed upwards. So I'm jealous of you. I'm jealous of you. Uh, it'll be, be picking up here soon, you know. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm, I'm not alone. So listen, welcome, welcome, welcome. I've wanted to do this for a long time, at least with your sister. I wondered about your, your dad. So let's just jump right in. Who is Paul? Tell me all about Paul. And tell me a little, well, if you will, about when you got vitiligo. So I am the oldest of five siblings, and uh, my name is Sparkle Lindsay. Um, there is family of seven of us. Uh, my sister is Cherie Lindsay. Um, mm-hmm. And then I've got three brothers, Philip, Zachary, and Marcus Lindsay as well. Um, I am a, currently a peer support specialist, so uh, I help people with finding their journeys through alcohol and addiction. Um, mm-hmm. I recently, so it's been about six years since I uh, first started getting my vitiligo. Um, mm-hmm. I I suffer from or I struggle with um, myasthenia gravis, lupus, fibromyalgia. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. My, I have, so I have four autoimmune conditions. Uh, the fourth autoimmune condition I have consumed now is vitiligo. Mm. Um, so um, I was diagnosed with myasthenia gravis at a very young age, which is a muscular uh, fatigue disorder. And uh, <laughs> then I also ended up with fibromyalgia, and then 12 years later, I ended up with uh, being diagnosed with lupus. Um, and in the midst of all of that, vitiligo came in. So I have a few autoimmune conditions that I battle each day. Um, My but goodness. Currently, I'm in remission and doing very well. And, awesome. um, you know, and constantly fighting the fight, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What I found interesting is a couple of years ago, when I stumbled on an interview from your dad and uh, mm-hmm. I got to, to, to learn about, about um, Lindsay Renee at the time, tell me about vitiligo in your family because your dad has it, correct? Yes. Um, my dad has had vitiligo since he was 14 years old. Um, mm. he's, currently 50, he's currently 58. So we grew uh-huh. up with him having vitiligo, you know, at a really young age. 
Um, and then, you know, my sister, Cherie, went on to have vitiligo as well, um, mainly mm-hmm. during her college years and now until current, you know. And um, so it, for vitiligo for us now, um, we've lived with it for so long. Uh, when we first yeah. started, you know, and as, when we were younger, it was a little bit harder to deal with because a lot of people were really unaware of it. You know, they didn't know what it was. Um, and, you know, my dad kind of enlightened a lot of people who would ask him, you know, what is that? You know, he would tell them, yeah. hey, it's just my skin. You know, it's just my skin. Um, and, you know, one of the biggest things is I think all three of us kind of being able to walk alongside each other with that journey and mm. with the journey of vitiligo and um, walk tall with our, you know, walk tall and walk strong, you yeah. know, with it. Yeah. I love that. You, right there, you have this amazing family support. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Knowing about it. And now, um, Cherie, I believe she had Renee had it. She was the first to have it. Then you, and um, what a support! What a support! You know, um, to have your father to go I mean, to school meetings and stuff. One would be embarrassed as a child. How was that for you guys? Um, you know, in our childhood, um, oh, you know, we also our outer family. You know, like my aunts, my uncles. Um, everybody, we we were really, really supportive of my dad, and they were really supportive of us as well. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, my dad always used to tell us happiness is from within. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. that um, when you find that happiness within yourself, it's not really about your skin, complexion, or who you are. It's about the person you are um, and what you yeah. project. And so we learned a lot of that at a young age because we knew we were going to be different, you know, and, and uh, we were going to be different whether Sheree and I got vitiligo or not. Um, My dad Mm -hmm. already had it. So that made us, that made us pretty special, you know? (laughs) Uh, So once we got it, once we got it, we added to it. And then there you go. We got a party, a magic party. (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love that. Let me just say, uh, for those who don't know, again, you're listening to uh, Vid Friends Live Blog Talk Radio, and I'm talking with um, Sparkle out of Denver, Colorado. What is interesting, Sparkle, is that look how life comes full circle. When I first heard your dad's interview or whatever, then I got connected with Sherry. My records show that uh, Sherry Renee, today she's, um, she calls herself Renee, uh, it was August, right before my birthday, August 8th, I, in, I did a um, BitStop page. Anybody go onto our website, bitfriends.org, go to the BitStop page. It's the, second, it's, the, it's the second photo page, and there you'll see little Sheree Renz, uh, Renee, I would say now, August 4th, 2014, she was a BitStop special person. And here today I'm talking to Sparkle, the world is something else. To me, uh, Sparkle, Renee is fully engaged. She is 100% the pig. Am I correct? And where are you in your journey? Uh, oh, definitely. Um, you know, having Cherie come out and say the things that Cherie did um, at the time, I didn't have vitiligo, um, but it was so empowering, you know, yeah. and um, the empowering piece to having something 
change your life or transform your life and being able to speak about it and be vulnerable yeah. about it is amazing. And so for me, you know, I have had a lot of different trials and tribulations in my life that I've had to overcome and uh-huh. uh, adding vitiligo to the mix is just yeah. another one, but it's also a huge blessing. Um, it, yeah. it helps me, it helps me to know that I can be vulnerable about how I'm feeling and be in tune to my feelings. And, and, and I'm very, very happy in my skin and, and what, what I look like and uh, who I am as a person. And I'm also, uh, I feel very empowered by working on me and getting to know me to be a better me for me. And I think the big piece comes down to, loving myself for who I am and having and finding that happiness within myself, you know, and uh, going the extra mile to do that. And I think sometimes um, we don't always allow ourselves to be the best we can be for ourselves and show up as the best us for us. And so I don't care what others may think of my vitiligo or of, Mm. of me in general because I'm happy within my skin and within me, you know, and um, I think that that's the best thing to ever have, you know, at 35 years old is to know that I walk strong where I'm at, wherever I'm at, whenever I am, and wherever I go, right? Because I don't have have any other choice, you know? (laughs) Love it. Oh, you're speaking power. And life to someone out there who may be listening um, the, how much of your body is engaged is recounted by percentage. For me, I would say um, 98% zippage. So I have just a little more to go. I would say, what, what about you? Okay, well, I am, so currently my lips and my eyes have changed, um, my fingertips. Um, I'd probably say I'm I'm cl- I'm at about maybe fifty percent, maybe. Okay. okay. Um, okay. but for the most part, it's mainly my upper body, my you know my eyes, my my lips, those types right. of places. But um, and they're very very unique. I I love I I love to say this. I love my my vitiligo because uh, it enhances <laughs> a lot of different things in my face, in my, you know, it, it's like oh having makeup on, but I'm not wearing any makeup. You yeah. Know? <laughs> oh, it's you're speaking power. You know? <laughs> oh, this is good. This is like a sermon, girl. You're preaching. How is that, by the way? How is he and where is he and how much vitiligo has taken over his body? Uh, dad's at about ninety eight percent, I would say. I tried dad's you. pretty much all there. Yeah. Wow. And dad is dad wow. is hanging in there. Dad's dad's doing okay. He's uh got all five of us kids that are still keeping him yeah. going. So at this point in and time those he's handsome uh, boys. Those handsome brothers yes. too, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. Give dad my regards. Whatever you do, give him love from Vic friends out of Boston. I remember that I don't even know where I saw the interview, but I was taken by yeah. it and it, it just struck me in. So listen, what's going on out in Denver? Do you well you guys didn't need support obviously because you had dad. But for mm-hmm. people in Denver needing a support group, what's going on out there? Is there any support for people with vitiligo? Um, you know, there's a lot of support around right now just because of the pandemic. There's a lot of support yeah. right now through Zoom. 
through a lot of groups um, through Facebook, uh, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, I know that I currently have received um, a good amount of people who contact me just kind of asking me how am I dealing with vitiligo, you know, on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, I have found that during the pandemic, we have found, you know, with me being a peer support specialist with alcohol and addiction, I have found that yeah. alcohol has been a huge portion in the pandemic for everyone. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and I also have found that um, in people with autoimmune conditions, um, not just vitiligo, mm. but in a lot of other autoimmune conditions, um, alcohol and addiction is a huge portion. Um, so. Oh, yeah. Being able to kind of walk people through that and walk people through um, focusing on what they need to focus on and changing the Mm -hmm. things they need to change with them and letting everything else around them fall into place has really been helpful for people um, through any type of of trial or tribulation they've been through. So, um, you know, I really feel like being an advocate for people through whatever they're going through right now has been just a huge blessing for me, but it's also been um, a huge blessing for people who need it, you know, and, and, you know, just, you know, people maybe even being afraid to go out because of what they look like or who they are, you know, um, I'm definitely here to say that I understand that, but how that feels, but at the same time, I also understand walking out there, and walking with my chest up held high um, doesn't yeah. just give people that sense of, oh, she has been a It also gives them a sense of empowerment that tells mm. them that there's not anything that's going to stop me from going where I need to go, you know, yeah, and, you um, yeah. and letting yeah. people walk alongside me as well, which is really helpful. So that's kind of what I've been focusing on and, and really focusing on being in tune to people and their emotions during this pandemic, you know. Is it safe to say that your degree is in counseling, psychology? Is it in that area, you would say? Uh, My degree is uh, actually have a business management minor and a uh, communications major. Um, But I am working on getting my psychology and uh, I'm working on my master's now. Yeah. So awesome. 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 Well, congratulations on that work necessary and needed right now in this pandemic season. Let me tell you, um, I've heard folks saying, you know, um, they're closing everything. All the restaurants are closed. This, this, that, the other is closed. And people that stressing and going through, why are the liquor stores open? So you are yeah. seeing an amazing clientele right now. Um, you know, we are. Um, I, I do currently work for Springs Recovery Connection. And um, as the pandemic hit, um, a lot of people, you know, we live our lives as alcoholics, addicts, um, we live our lives um, day by day. And so yeah. um, when they when they left the liquor stores open, a lot of people were like, I cannot believe this. This is crazy. And I'm thinking, right. but if they close the liquor stores, then you have people right now who would go into uh, seizures um, or withdrawal. Uh-huh. And that's going to send people right to the hospitals as well, where the pandemic uh-huh. is happening, uh-huh. right? I so didn't see it, it that way. 
Yeah, so it was interesting yeah. that, you know, all of that happened. So then our lines at uh, Springs Recovery Connection, they opened up, like, we went seven days a week just talking to people and just being that soundboard for people so wow. they could talk about anything that was bothering them. Um, alcohol and addiction, if it was pain, if it was, you know, whatever it may oh, be, no. we were there just to listen, you know. Yeah. And, um, well, I saw and, it and the so other way, though. I thought the mm-hmm. other way, I thought that with um, the liquor stores being open, you're stressing, you're worrying, you're, you're, you don't have money, that one would then resort to using whatever little money they have and now pick up this new addiction. But you're saying it's the other way around. Sodder, the people that are already in that trench, they, they, if they don't get this fixed, they'll really bump out of hospitals. Yeah. Um, the Well, because some people are, you know, alcohol and addiction is a disease, you know. So yeah. if somebody hasn't taken steps to get help with that, um, you're uh-huh. still dealing with withdrawals. You're still fighting that. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, the fact that you have people who may be walking around who had withdrawals or maybe have seizures or whatever it may be, um, the that only thing that would help them is getting into a treatment center. But if treatment centers were closing at the time because of the pandemic, I mean, what do you do? Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, the big piece was, is that a lot of people who were dealing in alcohol and addiction and so forth were able to find, you know, especially people who were working in treatment already were able to find soundboards like zoom and stuff like that to be able to communicate with one another and keep yeah. each other sane yeah. through this. And, and we've continued that. Um, nonstop, where people constantly practice mindfulness and meditation through their treatment so that they don't yeah. lose and so that they can stay, you know, sane, so they can stay sane, you know. So that's kind of what well, we, we think do. For people like you in this, in this area um, with a heart to serve people, do you ever run into people that come in there and part of what they have is good ego as well? Um, could you say that again? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Do, do you find that um, you encounter people with vitiligo coming for peer counseling as well? Um, you know what? I have had a few who have realized um, once they met mm-hmm. me that they have had vitiligo. And they're like, mm-hmm. that's what I have? Wait a minute, what? Wow. <laughs> there's a name for it? I'm like, yes, there's a name for it. It is cool. <laughs> Yeah. And I was wondering if a support group that would um, be established out there for people, people with alcohol and other issues have in your area, but they need a support group. A support group would be helpful. They can come together once a month, once every other month to chat, to just vent about their little I go. And so that's something to consider, especially in doing what you're doing. It'll just be a, a sidebar to that. What about that? Oh, yeah, I think that that um, would definitely be something that could be in the future or underway, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think a big piece of it is, you know, just letting people know that there are people out there that are like yeah. them and like me. And um, not alone. that there are people to talk with. They are not alone, you know. And, and yeah. the fact yeah. that people can relate to anything, nobody's alone in anything if they really, really, you know, are looking for it. And so I yeah. think overall – the great thing I love about being um, a peer support specialist is that there's so many things 
um, so many ways to help and so many ways to give mm. people hope. And the yeah. big piece right now for me um, and for, you know, even for Springs Recovery Connection, you know, is hope. And that no matter what we're going through, whether it's vitiligo, whether it's the pandemic, whatever it may be, together, if we have hope, one inch at a time, one step at a time, we can get through anything. You know, it's and just a matter of people statement. hearing that. Mm-hmm. You're touching a mission statement because that's what we are centered around. It's offering hope. We don't have a treatment to give you. We can't get rid of your vitiligo overnight, but we can offer you hope that, listen, you can exactly. And so you need mm-hmm. other to connect with other people of like mind and listen, they will help to pull you up, you know? So mm-hmm. I applaud the work that you're, you're doing, continue to do it. Um, you know, if you guys are willing to start a support group, we're here for you. We have some history with Dan and, and uh, Renee. Um, you know, let's move forward. Let's do what we can do to support this community. We had a Zoom the other day with a local psychiatrist and the Zoom call was open to, you know, not just Boston, but it was open to Vitiligo folks around the nation. And we had a good conversation. You know, you talked about the mindfulness, the breathing, do whatever you have to do to help yourself in this season. Let me ask you one last question. Mm -hmm. With your lupus, with your fibromyalgia, how are you protecting yourself or what does one do when they have so many autoimmune things going on from this virus? What are you doing? Tell them all what to do. Well, um, so with the, with my autoimmunes, um, I definitely have, obviously I've kept masks on. Um, I've kept my hands clean. You know, I have my hand sanitizers. I have all of those things. But the big thing is, is that I have, been very selective of like where I go at this time or what I do. Um, I just, and the reason why is because I don't know who has what and I know what I have. So me having my mask on knows that I'm not giving anything to anybody, but I also Mm. know that being around my, you know, in my little specific areas. So I'm not driving around to different places and going to see everybody. No, I'm going from one place to one place and one place back. And I just try to stay away, kind of keep myself isolated at this time um, just because anything can happen for me, you know. And then another thing is, is I pray, you know, I pray. And um, I I have my my higher power, um, you know, I every morning I jump in his lap and I let him take me to the promised land and tell me where Mm. I'm going next. I am his vessel, and so to me, it's like if I'm gonna get, you know, the if I'm gonna get that, if I'm gonna get sick, no matter what, you know, my I surrender to my my higher power every day, and I believe that no matter what, he's not gonna give me anything I can't get through. Um, And so, yeah, that's 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 kind of what I do. I pray and I I do the steps they they tell us to do, the directions. I follow directions and I go from there and I I, I leave it in his hands and I let it happen. You know, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Wise words from a wise woman. Sparkle today, you might be able to save the life of someone. Because that's our problem as a nation. That's our problem as a people. We don't want to listen. 
We don't want to yeah. adhere to the rules from the very beginning of time. We learned scripture, Adam and Eve. They didn't <laughs> want to listen. Hello? And so you don't listen, you will pay. Well, like my grandmother would say, the person that here will certainly feel they the whippings were coming. So yeah. if you don't hear, your casket will be ready. So thank you for those wise, wise words. Follow procedure, follow precautions, and do what you got to do. And you said you go out and you come back. Am I correct? Oh, yeah. I go where I got to go and I get back. You know, I don't be playing yeah, around right. with that. <laughs> I don't. I got too many no. family members and those to be bringing <laughs> stuff back or getting anybody sick. And I'll tell you, the biggest things that I can say out of all of it is that um, it's it's really scary. You know, it can be really scary once it's happening to you. And so yeah. don't be that person where that happens to you or where your family has to go through it because it's it's a it's a really mm. It's a really intense thing, you know, and although some, you know, some of us don't have someone sick right now, um, it's important to find that compassion for others, understand what they're going through, you know, Mm -hmm. so that you can feel, so you can feel that because ultimately Mm -hmm. it may not be happening right there in front of you, but it's happening somewhere else. And that's where that empathy, where that respect for others comes in mm-hmm. for me to wear my mask and stay safe. You know, it's important. Whether it's empathy, whether it's whatever, the key thing here is love. Mm-hmm. And if you love one another, if you love somebody, you would want to protect them and to cover them. Before you leave, for someone that's mm-hmm. listening today, with little I go, Probably don't have it. You guys were lucky. You and Renee were lucky to have a dad with the conditions. And here's three members of a family with the conditions. Share with someone before we leave how to go through this journey and what to do as far as support, getting support or whatever you want to tie it up. You're, you're the last one. Go for it. All right. Well, first thing I would say is, uh, you know, stay true to yourself and don't ever mm. let anybody else distract you from your goals or who you are, no matter what you're going through. So remember that as you're going through this day, stay true to yourself. Um, If there's any way that anything that needs to happen, there's ways to reach out. So if you want to reach out to me on my Facebook, you can as well. Um, Also, look into support groups uh, for Vitiligo. There's a lot of them, and there are people from all over the country. We're talking Brazil, everywhere. You can communicate and talk, even if you just need to vent. Um, And not only that, but, you know, walk through your own journey, spiritually, mentally, Mm. emotionally, physically. Work on being your complete package and being the best you for you. And if you can Mm. do that, that will help you. That's half the battle. And last but not least, find some people who you can walk side by side with um, that you can talk to. Find three people you can call if you just need to talk. Um, be vulnerable because yeah. it's okay. And uh, go from there. I think that's, that's what I got. Powerful. Powerfully put. Sparkle, I thank you. You've made my day. You came on Aww. with energy and vibrancy. You've made my day. We have to do this again. Listen, thank yes, you for your you. time. Go out, make it a great day, stay, stay safe, which is what you're doing. My love to Dad, my love to Renee, and to our Denver, Colorado family and friends. I guess, again, I have a nephew out there. 
We love you. Stay safe. God bless you all. Sparkle, thank you. Goodbye, and God all bless right. you. Thank you. Thank See you, ya. darling. Have a good one. Bye. 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 So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, live from Denver, Colorado, Mountain Time, um, my beautiful interview with an energetic uh, young woman, Sparkle, um, is uh, uh, from a family that has vitiligo, and Renee um, is a coach at a university out there, and she is 100% uh, fully deep pig. We love you. We're going to continue doing these shows to, to support you uh, with my co-host, Uh, Q, and God bless you. Go out and make it an awesome day, whatever you do. Stay safe.